You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Sherbarks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Thursday, October 27th, and this is the best football show podcast, the top place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcast and radio stations. The big news from the NFL on Wednesday was the trade of Chicago Bears edge rusher Robert Quinn to the Eagles for a 2023 fourth-round pick. Quinn was playing a lot for the Bears. He was actually near the top of the defense in snaps, playing roughly 70% of the snaps. But for a Bears team that is probably not going to the playoffs, despite the fact they are winning more than expected, but probably not going to the playoffs, trading Quinn to the Eagles makes a lot of sense. You get a fourth-round pick, which is not nothing. That is a decent asset to uh, get back in a trade. For a player in Quinn that was probably not going to be on the roster next year, Quinn was at, uh, was owed, I believe, about $12 million in 2023. None of it was guaranteed, but they were either going to have to cut him or give him a restructured deal with new money. So the Bears were unlikely to bring Quinn back next year. For the Eagles, they acquire a veteran edge rusher that can be a good rotational player for them. He's likely going to step in and play some pretty meaningful snaps as a backup. The Eagles really like to shuffle their edge rushers. So he'll come in. He'll probably play you know, 15, 20 snaps a game, maybe a little less. But I think he'll be fresher with the Eagles. I think he'll play better. He's going to be playing meaningful games, which for a 32-year-old really does make you play better as opposed to playing for Chicago team that he knows is likely not going to the playoffs. So I think Quinn will be good for the Eagles. The fourth-round pick from the Eagles' perspective A bit of an overpay, probably, when you consider that he might not be on the roster next year. But when you're 6-0 and and the Chicago Bears are picking up almost all of his salary for this year, I think it's okay to overpay a little bit. You don't always get a chance to win the Super Bowl. The Eagles won it in 2017. They've won one playoff game since. So when you're 6-0 and with a real chance of getting home field advantage in the playoffs, you have to go out and you have to reinvest in, in this roster. Don't worry about next year. So I think it was ultimately... A smart trade for the Eagles, a smart trade for the Bears, really a win-win for both sides, and I think there's a lot of logic of why both teams did it. Now we'll see how it plays out for the Eagles. If he can come in and be the guy he was in 2021 when he had 18 and a half sacks, obviously this is going to help them a ton. For the Bears, I think this is just a good asset to acquire for a player that helped you but really wasn't going to change the outcome of your season. 
All right, so when the Eagles acquired Quinn, it got me thinking, who have the best five defenses in the NFL? Because now that Quinn is on the Eagles, I think you can make an argument in terms of talent. They are right up there with any team in the NFL. Robert Quinn, Hassan Reddick, their secondary is really good. Their linebackers are playing at a really high level. They really do have a lot of pieces to make an argument for the number one defense in the NFL, just in terms of talent. But are they the best defense in the NFL? So I went through and I looked, and here would be my rankings of the top five defenses in the NFL. I'm going to go from number five to number one. The fifth spot was really hard. And for me, it came down to between two teams, the San Francisco 49ers or the Los Angeles Rams. I think before the season, if you would have asked me which team is going to have a top three defense, I would have said the Rams. I think the Rams have a ton of talent, obviously. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, like they have the elite, elite level talent. And there has been some good things this year. They're number five in points per drive, number two in red zone defense. So so those are good. But on this list and overall as a defense, I think you have to do four things well to be an elite level defense. Obviously, you don't let up points, but you have to pressure the quarterback, get off the field on third down, and you have to create turnovers. So when I look at the Rams, they're 22nd in the league in turnovers. They're not creating turnovers. They're 16th in the league in points, halfway, you know, right in the middle of the league. 15th and third down defense, right? So they're not creating turnovers. They're not keeping teams off the board and they're not getting off the field on third down. And when you look at it, they really haven't played great offenses. The Cardinals, the 49ers, the Cowboys with Cooper Rush, the Panthers, like these are not elite level skill positions that they're facing on offense. I mean, you could argue none of those teams have an elite quarterback, depending how you feel about Kyler Murray. So to be 16th in points, 15th uh, in third down defense, 22nd in turnovers, like That's just not good. So I I don't think they belong definitely in the top five. The 49ers, you know, when deciding that top five, they they check a few more boxes, right? They're number 12 in third down, so slightly better on that. They're number seven in points per drive, right? So they're doing really good in keeping teams off the board. Number four in quarterback hits. They're getting to the quarterback. Number two in quarterback pressures. So they're doing a, a good job of doing what you need to do, keeping teams off the board, getting after the quarterback. They're better on third down defense. And although they're not great at creating turnovers, they're also in the middle pack uh, of the league. They've created more turnovers than the Rams. So between the Niners and the Rams, I'm going to give it to the Niners. And I think right now they're the fifth best defense in the NFL. Again, elite level talents, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. I think D'Amico Ryan's is a future head coach doing a great job. They shut down the Rams. They did get lit up by the Chiefs and the Falcons, which is not great. But the Rams have been disappointing, and you can't always just do these rankings based off preseason expectation. I think through the first seven weeks of the season, the Niners have been a better defense than the Rams, despite the talent that the Rams have. Okay, number four. This is where I think the Eagles come in on the list. The Eagles do a lot of things really well. Number four in points per game. Number four in points per drive. Number 12 in quarterback hits. I expect that is going to go up now that Robert Quinn is on the roster. As I talked about a little bit ago, you can make the argument they have the best secondary in the NFL. When you look at Darius Slay, a legit number one corner, James Bradbury playing like a number one corner. I believe they're top two in the league right now in passes defended, so they're doing an excellent job. Avante Maddox, one of the best nickels in the league. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has definitely been up and down at safety. He hasn't been outstanding, but he's creating turnovers, and Marcus Epps, opposite of him, is playing at a high level. So in a passing league, to have the best secondary in the NFL, 
that certainly is a feather in your cap. So I think that helps them. Uh, and then the defensive line, as I mentioned, number 12 in quarterback hits. But teams throw the ball really fast when they're playing the Eagles. They do get it out quickly. And their defensive line, while they don't have that elite, elite rusher, like Hassan Reddick is pretty close. When you look at his sack production, he is he probably belongs in that conversation. I don't think he strikes fear in teams the way a Nick Bosa does, the way some, you know, a Miles Garrett, some of these elite level rushers, but his numbers are up there. So in terms of talent, they might have one of the deepest in the NFL along the defensive line. So the talent is great. Why aren't they higher on the list? Really, it's because of third down defense. They are 29th in the NFL in third down defense. They have struggled to get off the field on an absolutely critical down. And while they are number 12 in quarterback hits, I do think the pass rush can be better, and that's why they traded for Robert Quinn. So you look at them this year. They did get lit up by uh, the Lions in week one, but very good against Minnesota, very good against Arizona. Only gave up, I believe it was 17 points in that game. They held Dallas to 17 points. So the defense has been very good. They just have to be better on third down defense. Otherwise, they're going to, once, and once they are, if they can be that, they are going to be a top three defense, if not a top two defense, because they check every other box. They keep teams out of the end zone. They create turnovers, which is absolutely huge. They're number one in the league in turnovers. That's why they get the edge over teams like the 49ers, the Rams. Uh, you know, Green Bay's defense has been pretty good, but the turnovers is why the Eagles get the edge. But I put them at number four. They have to be better on third down defense uh, if they want to get up into that top three group in the NFL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Number three on my list, the Denver Broncos. And I'll be honest coming into this, it was really hard to decide who had number one here. I think there's three teams that can really make a claim for that top spot. In Denver, I look at number one in points per drive, number one in red zone defense. They're keeping teams off the scoreboard. Number five in third down defense, incredibly impressive. Number six in quarterback hits. So they're getting off the field on third down. They are not giving up a lot of points, and they're getting hits on the quarterback. And you also look at it, and they have talent on that defense. Obviously, Patrick Sertain, incredibly talented. Randy Gregory has been really good for them. Uh, even their linebackers, I think, have played pretty well. So they're getting some good talent from there. But ultimately, not a ton of turnovers. Seven turnovers in seven games. It's only one per game. The Eagles have twice as many. So they have to do a better job creating turnovers, I think, to get into the top two. But again, top talent, Bradley Chubb, Justin Simmons, like they have playmakers and they've only allowed over 20 points once all year. And with how bad that offense has been, how bad Russell Wilson and the offense is playing, they're getting put in tough spots. Like they're the, they're the unit keeping teams in games. So you can make an argument for number one. I just think they have to create more turnovers to kind of uh, leap over these top two teams. Number two for me, and I went into this with, with them as number one. Like, if you just asked me, you know, quick reaction, who is the best defense in the NFL, I would have said Buffalo. But I ended up not putting them number one. No knock on them. They are an elite-level defense. Number one in points per game. Number three in points per drive. So they're keeping teams off the board. They get after the quarterback. Number eight in quarterback hits. Number two in run defense. They're great against the run. Number three in turnovers. They create a ton of turnovers. 
Not as great on third down defense. They're 13th in the league. And I think the, the reason I put Buffalo 2 was as good as they have been, and their performances have been unbelievable. They haven't given up over 21 points all season. They held the Chiefs to 20 points, the Rams to 10, the Ravens to just 20, the Dolphins to 21. Like, they are playing at a really, really high level. But when I look at Buffalo, I think they're a little more the collection, a collection of parts as opposed to elite, elite level talent. Like Von Miller, obviously uh, playing at a high level. They have really good players. It's not a knock on, on their players specifically. But when you're talking about the difference between the number two defense and the number one, I'm not sure that Buffalo has the same high end, like keep defensive coordinators up at night talent as the defense I put at number one. So Buffalo, outstanding defense. What they do against the Chiefs was very impressive. I think going into the playoffs, when you talk about the Bills, you focus on Josh Allen. You focus on the offense and everything. The defense is why they have a legitimate chance to come out of the AFC. They might be the best team in the NFL when you combine both sides of the ball. So Buffalo comes in at number two on my list. Number one, Eagles fans are not going to like this, but number one, I think it's Dallas. I mean, Dallas checks so many boxes in their top 10 in everything you want to see. Number two in points per game. Number two in points per drive. Number one in the league at creating pressure on the quarterback. Number one in the league on quarterback hits. So they are elite at keeping teams off the board and hitting the quarterback. An incredibly effective and important way to play great defense. Number five in the league in red zone defense. So when teams do get in the red zone, they're keeping them out of the red zone. Number 10 in third down defense. So not great, like not top five, but better than I believe every other team on this list. Only Denver was better at it. So Dallas, among like the elite defenses that do a lot of things well, they're also really good at third down defense. Number six in turnovers, which, you know, is a difference when you talk about some of these other teams. Like they are creating turnovers at a higher level than other defenses we've talked about. But I think why I put Dallas number one is it isn't just, you know, the fact they're top five in almost everything. That's incredibly impressive. Micah Parsons is probably right now the best defensive player in the NFL. Now, I saw him when he played uh, the Eagles in person, and the Eagles did a good job of kind of, you know, taking him out of the game in the first half, right? They have Lane Johnson, who's an outstanding right tackle. They did a good job of kind of making him read on if he wanted to rush or drop back. So like any defensive player, he can be taken out of a game. But I think if there's any player in the league right now, an offensive coordinator doesn't want to go against, it's Micah Parsons. And I just don't think Buffalo has that player. Denver has Patrick Sertain, but it's just different to be an edge rusher than a cornerback. Philadelphia, as great as they are, their best player is also a cornerback. Like I don't think that you would look at the Eagles defense and go, this edge rusher is keeping me up at night as good as Hassan Reddick has been. Micah Parsons is doing that. Demarcus Lawrence also playing at a high level. Then their secondary, Trayvon Diggs, controversial player. He does give up a lot of, of yards, but he also creates a lot of turnovers. You look at what he did last year. He's a guy that takes advantage of it when he has a chance to make a play on the ball. Malik Hooker has been really good for them. Dan Quinn, outstanding defensive coordinator. And you look at some of the production. Held Ram, held, they held the Rams to just six points. Uh, they held the Bengals to 17 points. Like They've done a really good job. I believe they held the Lions to 10 points, and the Lions have been playing at a pretty high level on the offensive side of the ball. So 
Again, top three, really hard to separate, but I think Dallas gets it because number two in points, number one in hitting the quarterback, top 10 in third down defense, top 10 in turnovers, elite level talent. And they've been playing with an offense in Cooper Rush that has not been playing really well. Like Cooper Rush is taking care of the ball, but Dallas's plan to win is run the ball, kill the clock, and let the defense win it for him and hope the offense makes enough plays. With Dak back, if Dak can play at the level we've seen him play before. Like if they end up with the number one offense like they did last year, and I don't think they will, it's too, they just don't have as much talent and Dak hasn't been playing as well. But if they can end up having that level of offense, Dallas is going to be a, a legit, legit contender in the NFC and overall. So the defense is playing great, elite level talent. And that's why they would be my number one defense. So to recap, 49ers number five, Philadelphia four, Denver three, Buffalo two, and the Dallas Cowboys' number one defense in the NFL, I believe, after seven weeks. But with the Robert Quinn trade, we will see. And as always with this league, things can change quickly. But right now, I think Dallas' number one defense in the NFL. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. It really helps the pod out. And let's be honest, I would really appreciate it. It would help me out. So thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys on Friday.